0: And in chapter 2, now after these things occurred, when the anger of King Ahasuerus, that's Xerxes who we're talking about, you may hear me call call him either or, he remembered Vashti and what she had done and what had been decreed against her. Then the young men who attended him said, Let beautiful young virgins be sought out for the king. And let the king appoint officers in all the provinces of his kingdom. Now remember, he has 127 provinces. So he's going to appoint officers in 127 provinces to gather all the beautiful young virgins to the harem in Susa, the citadel, under custody of Haggai, the king's unit, who is in charge of the women. Okay, and their cosmetics will be given to him. And let the woman, the young woman who pleases the king, be queen instead of Vashti, and this pleases the king. And he did so. Um, in short, those four verses—if I can describe that—he's putting on a beauty contest.
1: Yeah, he's calling for Miss Kentucky, Miss Tennessee, Miss yes, Virginia. Yes, exactly. I mean, he's calling the top women in.
0: Now you—you you, now you tell me if God's Miss in America. these details. Fifty million people. Okay, these are my numbers. Okay. 50 are men, 50% are women. So that's 25 million people. You have a generation, likely, of grandmothers. You have a generation of mothers. You have a generation of young virgins. And then you have a generation of, of babies and infants and toddlers and little girls. You have maybe four different generations. Maybe five, I don't know. Maybe a great grandmother in there. But you have at least four different generations. 25 million divided by four is like 6.2 million people in this whole empire. And there's one vacant spot for queen. Hmm. And there just so happens, verse 5, to be a Jew in Susa the citadel whose name was Mordecai. He had been carried away, verse 6, who had been from Jerusalem among the captives, carried away from uh, Jeconia, king of Judah, whom Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, had carried away. It just so happens in Susa, the citadel, which is where Ahasuerus is located, it just so happens that there's this guy named Mordecai there. And he's there taking care. Verse 7, he was bringing up Hadassah, That is Esther, the daughter of his uncle, for she had neither father nor mother. Hmm. So you have Mordecai and Esther, cousins. They just so happened to be here. It just so happened in 2 Chronicles 36, that because the, the, the people of God were disobedient, because they were Behaving in such a way, a sinful way, God allowed King Nebuchadnezzar to come in, take the people captive, take the people captive, send them away, keep them captive for 70 years. And it just so happens that among them were likely Mordecai and Esther's great-grandparents. And it just so happens that Mordecai and Esther remained there because the decree has already been out. Ahasuerus' his grandfather, King Cyrus, had already told the people. Who had been taken captive, they could go back to their homeland. Many people did. Hmm. God, God said, God made a God said, you are going to be taken captive for seventy years. The seventy years have passed. King Cyrus said, you can go back. That was Ahasuerus' grandfather. Some went. Some did go back. Some stayed. It just so happened that Mordecai and Esther's family stayed. It just so happens that they're in this city. It just so happens that this young woman had a beautiful figure and was lovely to look at. And when her father and her mother died, Mordecai took her as his own daughter. It just so happens.
1: Yeah, I think that's huge that, you know, Mordecai was willing to take in someone who was hurting, who was... You know, normally that would go into adoption or go into child services back in that time or go into uh, just, you know, where slaves go. You know, you don't have no Mm -hmm. mother. Nobody can raise you. So somebody stepped up and took responsibility and trained up a woman. Um, And it just so happened that, you know, she could have made excuses. I I mean, this, this gets me fired up is that, she had every right to say, "Well, it's not fair that my mom and dad died." Mm-hmm.
0: She's in a very hopeless situation. Yeah. It seems I mean,
1: like it just, where the story comes out of, whew, man, it's, it
0: just so it, it, it just so happens. You're gonna hear me say this a lot. It just so happens that the 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 individual the book is named after is an orphan, hmm. has no mom, has no dad, raised by an older cousin. Which, by the way is super important you already said it he took on that responsibility mordecai plays a huge role in all of this and like leading her and guiding her and investing into her and you know anything anything with family i shared sunday anything we do with our family is so important god created the family before he created the church before he created a government before he created really anything else he created the family mm. So anything God says about the family, anything you can take about the family from the Bible, we should take seriously. And he cares for the widow. He cares for the orphan. He cares for those people. And Mordecai took that responsibility. And like you said, Esther could, Esther could make all the excuses in the world. Mm.
1: Yeah.
0: It says she, she met the requirements of the beauty contest. She had So a, she was elite. She was elite. That's,
1: and that's what they were looking for. She was, you uh, know, who gives you beauty? The Lord. <laughs> Man, everything points back to God in this scenario in Esther's life. But doesn't it in yours?
0: Psalms 139 says, For you formed my inward parts, you knitted me together in my mother's womb. I mm-hmm. praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Uh, Who put it yet? You're, ex- man. She she met the
1: requirements. Yeah, which, I mean, it's powerful. The Elite, her beauty was stunning. Um Just the details here that we're seeing are taking place in this story, like you said, with Mordecai stepping up to the plate, taking on the responsibility of his own family. Instead of being selfish, he took that opportunity to be a blessing, and that God, God was with him in that blessing. uh, Which God gave her that beauty. He had a bigger purpose. You know we. We can feel sorry for Esther and her mom and dad. And if we would have felt sorry for her and felt sorry for her and, and kept feeling sorry for her, do you think she would have turned out the way she was? You know, I don't think, I think that's a thing we mess up with. You know, looking at this life here as Esther, it's it's a picture of what God wants us to live our lives. Mm-hmm. Her willingness to, even though my circumstances weren't right, I had Mordecai and As we go into the story, she listens to Mordecai. There's some key moments of don't tell them you're a Jew. Don't tell them who you are. Don't tell Mm -hmm. them who you are. And then now you got to tell them once she gets into the place. So she listened. She obeyed. I mean, there's so uh, so many things. If you were a woman... You could read this story and watch what Esther did. She didn't make excuses. She listened to her authority. She trusted in her training. She got to where the Lord wanted her, and she knew this is now or never. I mean, and that's just this little summary of this little a detail of chapter 2. But Mordecai, in verse 11, Mordecai walked every day before the court of the woman's house to know how Esther did and what she come. So he was watching after her. In verse eleven, he Mordecai was checking on her. You know how about that? Mordecai was in a place to to check in on Esther. To just and and how God is, I know if you guys want to go in and look at listen to the podcast, but when God puts you in a spot, man, He's gonna have somebody there checking in on you. Mm-hmm. He got Esther to the top elite women, but not only that, if He would have left her there with nobody to talk to, Mordecai was checking in on her. I mean, in 11, and Mordecai walked every day before the court. Johnny, how many times did you come in and talk to me? Or I've had a buddy come in and text me this morning. Or I've had this happen. When God puts you in a place, and this is in the details. You know, we want to run and go to chapter 3 and 4, but we're just showing you how God is in so many details of our life. Like, I shared with you today because I was looking
0: he you said it he when he puts you in a place well where are they located verse five they were there was a Jew in Susa the citadel
1: hmm.
0: a Jew in a city that's that's not Christian that's not jewish friendly
1: huh hmm
0: God puts you in a place. And, and then as we look at this later, Mordecai is raised to a high position. He's watching it. God is watching out for you. But you I look at this and I say, how can we be a faith-believing, Bible-believing Christian, Christ-follower in a city, in a community, in a world hmm. that doesn't welcome us? because this city did not welcome Mordecai things are going to happen to Mordecai he's going to be hated he's going to people's going to want to kill Mordecai so how do we be that Christ-loving person in a place where people don't like you mm. wow and and God is in that. How do I know that? Well, we're going to get there eventually. But we get to see Mordecai raised up mm-hmm. into a, a place of high position, of high authority. And so, you know, I think, you know, with the book of Esther as a whole, God's making moves. It's the providence of God with wisdom and with
1: love God cares for and directs all things. So I ask the question, what are you seeing him do in your life? Podcast listener. You say, well, I don't have the whole story. I don't have the whole book yet. (laughs) But I, I give you a little synopsis of my life. Are you looking at your life? Are you looking at, you know, I challenge, I don't know who listens to this, But I have to challenge Johnny across the mic. And are you looking at the details? Are you looking? Are you a Mordecai right now? Or are you an Esther? Or are you, you know, is it your time to step up? Is it your time, is God telling you to stop? Is he telling you to go? Is he telling you to speak up? And you know, in chapter two, and we didn't even get to it today because there's so many details, like it's crazy. Of as you read another verse, and, and verse, how how God's in the details of how beautiful she was. Mm-hmm. I mean, this she was. She had to go through this phase of to eat, to get to the king. You have to go through all these little princess pageants, and she moved up so fast because she was stunning. And you want to know my honest opinion? She was probably beautiful, but when you got Jesus. Your joy shines. There's a little bit different in her tone of voice. There's not anger. There's not malice of, My parents are dead. She she doesn't have an evil look in her eye. She's got the joy of Jesus. You know what I think it was? Mordecai raised her right. Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night in a, in a church. He raised her up. And singing, Jesus loves me this I know. For the Bible tells me so. Maybe that's not what they sung then. But today... You know, put it in R. What did they sing? I don't know. It is well with my soul. I don't know what they sang then. Well, maybe in this history thing you have, we can go back in the archives of 300 and <laughs> yeah. find out what they sang. But it came from a place of, how, how does she have that much beauty? I question that in the details. I mean, was she just so stunning? Was it her body? Was it her eyes? Was it her hair? And I put, I think about it. And I think a little bit more about it. No, it was just the glow of Jesus shining on it. Mm-hmm. Had to be. Because why do people, you know, how do you rise to the top from being a nobody? From, you know, you have 40 girls here, one's a nobody, and they kind of know her story. Your mo- Look at that light getting a little shiner. Mm-hmm. You can't see that, but the Lord shined the light a little bit sh- brighter through this window. But there was forty women in this room and one they kinda the judges knew this woman came from nothing but man she's smiling like she's got something deeper inside man they could they just kept looking at her like ah but there's these other forty thirty nine women and it was was more than that but there was thirty nine just giving you the scenario and i'm telling playing the story and the judges were like well she's the mayor's daughter i mean this would look good in our side. I mean, she's the president's, vice president's daughter. She's mm-hmm. queen of the yacht club. I mean, and that's the that's the wife of, that's the daughter of the wife of the army that leads the army. He's the instrumental, that's the wife of the instrumental band that plays for me every Sunday night. That's her daughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, man, there's so much politics over here. We need to probably pick from over here. But she stood out. She stood out why did she stand out why, why why does this one girl stand out the Lord put a little bit different shine on her I mean you want my honest opinion he was in the details in her smile in her sing, in her song in her joy, in her eyes that don't come from who you are who's established you that comes from Jesus that comes from an inner purity, an inner joy, an inner training up. So when I I get man, we have windy, I'm we're just dwelling on our beauty right now. When I put myself in this scenario, wait, wait. It doesn't even talk about God in here. Did I say one thing about God today in my story? I seen. I made a decision to say no here onto what I wanted to do. Or say no to I did say no to God, no to a devotional, but I didn't say anything about God. This is what was happening behind the scenes. This happened. This happened to get me up here. Mm-hmm. There's no evidence of we're not. I, they didn't tell me that in the story. They didn't tell me that she knew Jesus. They didn't. I mean, they do say she's a Jew. Mm-hmm. To speak up, when to speak up, but. Man, I just when I look at this story, it's got so much pop to it. But so does your story, Johnny. Mm-hmm. So does mine. When we wanna see it. When we when we get when we allow the God to work. This is how he wants to live in our lives. It may not be a queen. Obviously we're men. Right. But what, what does God have? Are you going to get to heaven and God say, I, you liked the story Esther, David? <laughs> but I had a story for you. I had a purpose for you. Mm-hmm. I know this, this, and this happened, and you got hurt, and you were broken, but you continue to say no to me? But this is what I had. And and he's like, look, David, this is what I had for you. And I know that when I get to heaven, it's not going to be this is what you could have had. This is what that's not what it's going to be about. But when I think about God and what he wants for you, his way is perfect. His way is right. His way is like Esther. Divine. Mm -hmm. I want that. I don't want to be like the other 39 women who was an upper class and I am somebody. She was the queen or she was the cheerleader of the elite cheerleading section. And she's got to be picked. That's the cheerleader's mama's mama. And she's been queen for the past. What about the queen's daughter? She's supposed to be next. But when God wants to get his work done, he's going to get it done. Mm -hmm. It's... And to me, it just, it's so powerful in a woman. We, I mean, that's what's crazy. He didn't need, and she's living her life. That's what I, I love about it. She's just living her normal life. Oh, well, I'm i am going to go up here and try to get clean. Mm-hmm. And she still remembered her family. She still dwelled in her family. And, and I don't know how you want to end it, but
0: the book of Esther is one of the only two books if you will that never mentions the name of God but he's all over it his fingerprints are all over it he's in every little detail you know you've already seen and you as a listener have probably picked up on things that David and I haven't even picked up on yet but there's 10, 20 30 moves that have already been happening huh. chess moves right Vashti's removed Mordecai's in Susa Esther's there Esther's one of 6.5 million all these different moves are happening mm-hmm. and God can take what the enemy meant for evil and turn it into something good turn it into a blessing amen and that's what you see here. That's what we're going to see. If we ever get to it. I don't know if we will. Because so I think next week, <laughs> there's so we, we still haven't even got through the whole beauty pageant contest yet.
1: No, I mean, it's fine. <laughs> we just
0: know there's going to be a beauty pageant contest. And here's this lady named Esther yeah, and her it, cousin Mordecai.
1: You've got to look at that beauty pageant. You can't overlook yeah. it. I mean, you can't overlook none of it. That's the thing. Like, we want to get you to the story, and we want to get you to the end.
0: Yeah. But but the story's it's, here. Yeah. The it's, story's there. The story's in
1: chapter one, verse one. That's you know, so. Man, that's, I think about that like we want to get to the end of the story, but I want to get to the end of. I want to know what's going to happen in my own life. I want to know what where we're going to be. I want to know how much money we can get to. I want to know. But why can't we just embrace this moment? I mean, why can't we? And this is where we're at in the story. We move to the next spot. Let's embrace it. Let's get it. I mean, dwell on it.
0: Yeah, we I can, don't know how it's why easy it's to so look powerful. back at our life. Why is this and so powerful? See, it's easy to look back in our life and see the details, I think. It's easier, not easy, easier to see God moving in the details when you look historically. But now, today, I think the challenge is, are you looking for Him in the details? And how do we do that? We do what His Word says and we trust Him. And we listen to Him. And we respond to Him in the same way that Samuel responded. Speak for your servant here. We should be so in tune with Him that He just can speak to us and we can hear Him. Mm-hmm. That's how we're going to find Him in the details of our life that's how we're going to be we got when we are in tune with him we're going to know i truly believe we will know here's what god's doing i don't know the end of it but i know he kept me out of that so i could be here so i could do this so i could talk to that person so i could i don't know what's going to come of it but when we're trusting in his promises and we're standing on his promises and and we're just head over heels in love with him Today, embracing today. Amen. We really get to see the unseen hand of God in our lives.
1: Let's pray. Dear Lord, uh, man, uh, take, man, I'm sorry, Lord, for not wanting to come up here and talk about you and talk mm-hmm. about Esther. Uh, Lord, I know I made that decision, and you know, I'm here I know uh, that wasn't my priority an hour ago. Uh, I'm sorry for that, but uh, man, I know that this story means so much to me and uh, how it comes alive. I know this whole word, Uh, your word will not return void. I know that. Uh, God and I pray tonight, I know this is for me, but it may be, just maybe, one person tonight doesn't know you. And they can't even see you. Maybe they do see you in the details knocking on their door. And you're just knocking and knocking on their life. And uh, to, for them to open the door and let you come in tonight and to ask you to come into their heart. Uh, in Acts 16:31, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. Lord, I know that if they call upon, whosoever shall call upon you uh, shall be saved. Lord, I know that if someone's listening tonight, they can ask you, uh, and they can begin to see you once you open that door and look at the details every day on what you're doing and what you've done to get them to where where you've got them so far. And Lord, I pray that if one soul uh, tonight hears this and knows and wants to know you, I pray they can. Uh, God, I pray for my heart, uh, Lord, and Johnny's heart as well, uh, for us to be more passionate, uh, to love you even more, uh, not the things of this world, Lord, but the things that you want us to love, uh, which are you and you alone, God. And I pray that we learn how to do that. I know we're young, uh, God, and we need to grow closer to you. Uh, teach us that. Teach us what you want us to know from Esther. Uh, Lord, teach us uh, what you want us to do. Uh, God, get us in the right path. I know that it says in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, to trust in the Lord with all our heart and lay not to our own, our own understanding. In all our ways acknowledge you, Lord, and uh, you will direct our path. God, I love you tonight. Um, Lord, And if you need anything from me, I pray you just show me God and I pray that I can have my eyes open to you and see you in the details, your name, Amen.